Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. And also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on the topics that we discuss. So be sure to find a single individual somewhere random that they wouldn't expect to be found by a different complete stranger and approach them with this very tone I'm speaking You sound in. like an anime villain or something. That's fine. Okay. And you approach them and you tell them, Hey, Yugi. I have a show for you to listen to, and if you don't, I will fling you to the Shadow Realm. To the sh- We're vi- revisiting the Shadow Realm, sort of. Not really. But one of the creatures we talked about. We are? Yes, the Banshee. The Banshee. Yes, remember last time? Well, not Dragon last Ball Z? time, but a few episodes ago, we talked about Ireland creatures. Yes. Yes, and we learned about fairies. And I'm still unsure about this fairy ghost thing, if it's a fairy or a ghost, or if it's us or not. Like, I know you explained it, but it still makes no sense in my head. Because it's so many different ideas, but it's all the same, but it's all different. So, (laughs) it's hard to understand for me. But the Banshee, she's a fairy lady, but she's also a ghost. Right? Is there, are they different variants of this? Of the Banshee? Yeah. Is it like some stories say she's one, some stories say she's the other, or is it like collectively yes. it's unclear? I think she is definitely a fairy lady ghost. <laughs> a ghost fairy lady. Got you. For sure. She's usually, I didn't talk about this last time, I didn't realize she was, how short she is. Because, you know, if you remember, the other fairies are just short people. Yes. Well, she could be between one to four feet tall. So not human. Yeah, so that goes they say it goes along with her being an old lady but also to show that she's a fairy lady so although in different stories we talked about she could be a young lady little girl did we say little girl or just a variety a young lady to old lady age range no i think we established before she was an old lady so there's more range here there's more range yes before we established she was an old lady and there's more range because she's not just an old lady she's a fairy lady no, she's a short lady. So short. I said she could be a young lady. Last time, I'm pretty sure I said she could be a, a young lady. Oh, really? Uh, I don't remember There that. was like three age ranges. The young, the middle age, and the very old. You remember that? No. Oh, okay. Well, that was last time. This time, I'm just talking about her being old because I didn't realize her short, how short she was. But that doesn't matter. What matters, though, is that she's usually... The ghost of a murdered lady or the a ghost of a mother who died at childbirth. Those are important. Yes, okay. And if you remember, she sign, she sings or mourns over the death of family members. Because it's like every family in Ireland has a banshee. Why? Well, not every, but the ones that come... That have their blood from Ireland of the first people that took over. Remember, the, there was a people that 
fought the fairies, and that's when the fairies disappeared. So they're all descendants of St. Patrick. <laughs> no, of the Malaysians, I think they were called, those people. And if you have their blood, then you have a banshee. Hold the fuck up. The Irish are just Malaysians? That's how I think it's pronounced. I'm not sure if that's the correct way it's pronounced. What is Malaysian? People from Malaysia. No, then it's probably not the same Malaysia that you're thinking about. It's this other word that looks very similar to that. Okay. I don't think they're connected. Well, sometimes they're, they could be a predictor of death. They could be crying before someone dies. I don't know how they can tell. Because usually you find out the person died afterwards anyways. And even if the person died far away, they'll get the news of the death from her crying. And that would be kind of their warning that something bad happened to their family member. Also, there's some moments where a bunch of banshees are crying. I didn't know that. During tragedies, maybe. Well, for them, it means that um, if a person... For someone who's... For someone who's great or holy, they'll cry. A bunch of them will cry for for that person. What does that mean? Like, a, I guess the great, like, king or holy, like a saint. I don't know. Okay. And then a bunch of them will cry. I don't know why they care, but they care a lot. And in in Welsh folklore, there's also a ghost that cries when before a person dies. And it's similar to a banshee? Just in that way that it's crying. It's a voice that's crying. But it's not like a super short thing? A short short thing? Like a like a fairy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they consider... When it comes to things outside of um, Ireland, I don't know if they consider it as a, a fairy. I think they're just ghosts. Yeah, I don't mean like it's called a fairy. Oh. I'm saying like, is it... Like, is the description the same? Being... Sh- the only thing I got from the description of this ghost is that it has a voice that they hear. I don't think they see this ghost. Mm, got you, got you, got you. And then in Scottish folklore, there's like three different creatures that are like this. Can I call them creatures or ghosts? Th- three different ghost stories that are similar. One is called the little washerwoman. And when they see her, she's usually washing clothes of people who are about to die. So if she's washing your clothes, I guess you know I'm about to die. How do they know it's her? What does she look like? I think she's actually kind of described as the same as the banshee, as, as the old lady. Like, she's an old lady washing clothes. Got it, got it. And then in another, a second one from Scottish folklore, she's called a weeper. And I have heard that before. The weeper? Yeah, I've heard that before. Okay, well, do you, what do you know about her? I don't know anything. I've heard oh. the name. Oh, okay. Well, she also cries, predicting the death from her cries. She likes to cry at night by waterfalls stream or lakes and in glens or mountain sides she's very found in very specific locations in ireland i mean scottish scotland Scotland? and she also looks like a fairy we'll say old lady (laughs) got you old lady (laughs) because fairy i don't know i don't know i guess like the fairy banshee yes sure looks like a banshee we'll leave it there (laughs) she cries over the death of people who are killed in battle those are the specific yeah the weeper it's just people who died in battle, she'll cry for them. And her cries cause people anxiety for their um, children that are in war. Because, you know, like, they're like, is it my child that's going to be dead or whatever? Because you don't know who's she crying for. And there was an event, though. The massacre of Glencoe and the McDonald's weeper was heard crying all night. 
people who heard her crying left the place before the massacre. So those people lived. And then everybody else died. Yeah, everyone else died. Interesting. Yep, yep. And she sounds a lot like the Banshee, though, in that they're like, well, I don't know if the Banshee really predicts death, but we can't really tell from when she cries to when they find the death of people. Yeah. So, like, it seems like she stops crying when you find the body. So, it could be that she's predicting as well. Does she sound like she's luring you to the body? Is the cry always heard from the direction of the dead? I don't think so. I don't think so. I just think, like, once you do get the news, then the crying stops. I wonder if there's a movie about banshees. Probably. I bet um, Supernatural has all these creatures. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They've come across a banshee before. Yeah. And then there's a th- the third version of the Scottish folklore thing, because they have so many, I guess, of this similar banshee ghost thing. And it's this one's kind of creepy. It's when you're sick and you're about to die, she's going to be outside your door crying. But you don't know it's her. No, I guess not. But still, if you hear a lady crying, you're probably like, oh, I guess, I guess this is it. <laughs> if you're sick and dying in bed. That means you're probably in a hospital. In which case, you just hear some random person you don't know crying. (laughs) That's so freaky. It just probably means somebody already died in the hospital. That's true. And that's exactly where your mind is going. I guess maybe before hospitals were a thing and you were just dying at home, that would be creepy then. Unless it's so bad, you know you're going to die. Yes. Then everybody around you knows. It could just be somebody you know crying. Yeah. Hmm. It's only if you're in your house and you hear somebody who isn't familiar crying. Yeah. I guess. That would be very creepy, though. Yeah. There's, um, in Latin America folklore, her name is La Llorona, and that means the weeping woman? Or the weeper? Yeah, it's the the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay, it's the same thing. The weeping woman. And I'm assuming all the the rule sets work the same? This one's a little more complicated. Because La Llorona sounds like the uh, woman in the white dress. That is usually what they call her. Yes, there is some connection with this one, I guess. Yes. Yes. I, I'm this... very familiar with La Llorona in Latin American culture. That yes. one is identical yes. to the lady in the white dress. You take her home and she uh, goes in and she left some bullshit and you try to take it. And then they're like, she was always been dead. Yes. She's always wearing white, I guess, yeah. is what she has in common with um the woman in white. So you're telling me the woman in white and the weeper fused to create La Llorona. Well, she's a little more complicated, though, than the woman in white. Because in her story, you know why she's weeping? Somebody died. Her children's dead. Got you. That's what makes her different. She's usually, she drowned her children is part of her story. And I know one of her stories, which... A woman who was beautiful marries a rich man, and they had two children. And one day she finds her husband cheating on her, so she kills her children for some reason out of anger, revenge, and she regrets it immediately. And out of the guilt, she drowns herself, but she can't enter the afterlife without her children. So she haunts, she haunts, I don't know, around, she haunts places, children, I guess. I think she tries to kidnap children, maybe? I'm not sure. But, um, yes, um, the reoccurring themes, though, of her story, because there's a bunch of different versions of it, and that's just one of the stories of her, is the white dress, the crying, and the water, because she 
drowns her kids in the water. So I guess that right. Sometimes yeah. she's wet. Sometimes she looks like she just got. She was drenched. Yes, there are white women story though that the woman is also wet, but not relating to drowning her children. Usually because she's out in the rain. Mm, well, the one that I read, one of them was that she, I think she was in a car accident. It was raining. She was in a yeah, car accident. Was, and she actually, she drowned in a lake or something. Oh, I know one that she was in a car accident while it was raining. And there was one where she forgot her purse. And uh, in, what was it? She left her purse in a cab, got out. Or she lost it or some shit like that. Oh. And then she couldn't get in contact because her phone or some shit was in there or maybe phones didn't exist, whatever. She couldn't get in contact with anybody. <laughs> yeah. And she wandered into the woods or whatever and she went missing. Uh, it's because she died in the woods. But yeah, there's it was quite raining. a few in the woods. Yeah, it was raining and that's why she's wet. That's why she's wet. The, oh, there was one in Canada. One of their famous white women. She felt... she. Women in white. Women in white. They, they call them both ways. For some reason, it, either or, but the woman in white is better, I guess. And um, she was gonna marry someone. I think he went to war, so she she jumped off a fall that they have over there. They have many falls. Well, she jumped off one of them uh, in her wedding dress. Of course, that was the white dress. Not all of them died in a white in a wedding dress, but they're all usually white still. The dress that they are wearing. Some of them white dresses. Some of them wedding dresses. You've heard of the wedding dress ones? I thought they were all either a wedding dress or some variant of it. Oh, okay. Because I'm assuming the lady that kills her children, even though she's wearing a white dress, isn't wearing her wedding dress? I don't know. That's kind of crazy. But, I mean, maybe she is. Like, who knows? Maybe she put the wedding dress on and then killed her kids. <laughs> yes. Whoa. I guess that then that's really re revenge for her, to her husband. No, that's madness. That's madness. <laughs> Okay. Well, in Mexico, they tell these stories to the children to encourage them not to wander off after dark. So she's like a boogeyman type of situation. In America, part of their story is that they could hear her screaming or crying while she's walking around near water or in the dark. So to scare the kids from going out there yeah, where they don't want the kids to be. In Venezuela, the story is a little different. And that she has to raise her children alone because the father died in war. And she just, I guess she got tired of that and decided, I'm going to kill my kids. And then her spirit now kidnaps and kills other people's kids. Okay. So it's basically the same story. Yeah. Except in this story, families put wooden crosses above their doors to ward her off. Because they think she's some sort of a demon. Yes. Which is like... The Lilith story, which I want to talk about Lilith. Do you know her? Lilith is a biblical creature. Yes. She's from the... Well, she's not really from the Bible. Like, she's not in the Bible. But in an early Jewish interpretation of the Bible, she appears, I guess. And the first Eve, they call her, because she was made like Adam in the beginning. You know, instead of Adam and then... Eve through Adam's, what is it? His something? Yes, his, his rib. <laughs> his rib. While Adam was created and then Eve was created from Adam to be less than Adam yes. and his servant to Adam, yes. uh, Lilith was the equivalent. And I believe she predates Adam. She wasn't made at the same time as Adam, if I'm not mistaken. I believe she was made first, as if Lilith was the first person. Really? Well, I'm not sure about when she was made to Adam, but they were both made from the same 
ground or whatever. And Lilith is not a good person. Yes, she. they had problems, her and Adam, because they had sex problems. Lilith didn't want to lay down. She was not happy with that. Because they're equals. She doesn't want to be the bottom. (laughs) And he was like, no, you have to be the bottom. So So she she wants to fuck in that way where the guy is on his back with his legs pushed up and then (laughs) she sits on his dick as if she were the one fucking him. But his dick is inside her. Interesting. (laughs) Yes. She was in some weird positions. Yes. Maybe she wanted them standing up together. Or maybe she was a lesbian. Maybe she was a lesbian. She was the first no, lesbian. She's considered the first sinner. She's definitely not a lesbian, I think. Only because um she does she does like have sex with people. She's um before she was in this story, she was a what's it called? A succubus. She's pretty much a succubus. Before she was in the Bible, she was a succubus? Yeah, like they turned that story into this story. Because everything's based on other things. The Bible's not the first story. So the origin from her in a different culture was a succubus. Yes. There was a succubus called Lilith that then got incorporated into Christianity and became Lilith the first woman. Yes. Did you know about that? (laughs) I did not know that. I knew that Lilith was the first woman, and I believe she was the first human. You mean like her, then Adam, right? I believe it was her, then Adam, except we wouldn't call her human. No. Because human was Adam and everything that came from Adam. Oh, really? Yes. The idea would be that if you make two different, even if they look identical, yeah, Adam is one and Lilith is another. So you'd have an entire name of things that came from Lilith. Yes. And are like Lilith made from her literal matter. Well, good. And an entire tree coming from Adam. She does have children. They are not human. No, they're not human. Yeah, they're not human because... Human is Adam and anything that came from him. If Adam mated with Lilith, then those would be human because it would be anything that came from Adam. Yeah. But because they did not mate, it did not come from Lilith, and thus no version of Lilith's offspring are human. Yeah. Although it's weird because she does steal his seed <laughs> and have babies from him, but they aren't humans. That's weird. They're not human. Because they should be. Anything that comes guess, from Adam is human. Well, I guess because it's mixing with whatever she is. If she's that, a whole different thing. No, no, no. If she mated with Adam, it would still be... It would be half and half. You'd then, still calling them human because oh, Adam... Okay. They're called Lilium, and they're earthbound demons. Earthbound demons. Yes. She ran away, of course, to gain her independence, like an independent lady, whatever. <laughs> And then Adam tells on God, he's he's like a tattertale. <laughs> and then God sends three angels to her to get her back. The angels find her in a cave giving birth to their children. And they and she refuses to go to the garden, so they kill a hundred of her children. <laughs> I wonder how she reproduces. I wonder what the number was. Unless it was a hundred kids and they killed that, or there was like she had a thousand and they killed a hundred of her thousand kids. But they said, I'm, we're going to come here every day and kill a hundred of your kids every single day until you come back to the garden. That's crazy. Yes. So in her revenge, she kills children, regular kids. I guess because we're all part of Adam now. So she's killing us. Fair enough. She's just taking revenge on Adam's yeah. entire bloodline. Yeah. So the deaths of stillborns and crib deaths are blamed on her. Interesting. Yep. Lilith is pretty cool. 
I or not. I don't know. There's a, like a debate on like, is she a good? Is she bad? No, Lilith is bad no matter what. I know. There's just women who look at well, her and he, she's not bad. She's bad the way Lucifer is bad. In what way is that? That he didn't really do anything bad. Okay. She had an opinion. Yeah. Well, raping people is not good. <laughs> what she got there, I guess that was bad. Well, she she was initially was after... not bad. Yeah, she was initially not bad. Until the angels killed her children. Which then makes it questionable whether she's bad or scarred. Or scarred, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And then there's, in ancient Greek, a lady named Lamia. She was having an affair with Zeus, so his wife, Hera, killed... Well, didn't kill her. Killed her children. That's one of the stories. She killed her children, and then Lamia kills other women's children. And then in the second story, Zeus's wife forced Lamia to eat her own children. And then Zeus gave her um, shape-shifting abilities, which I think is interesting that she's a shape-shifting monster that eats children, which she sh- should have been in our other episode about shape-shifters that we did about eating. But that was about blood-drinking shape-shifting. Yeah, it was about uh, blood suckers. Yeah, but she's a shape-shifter who eats children and might have eaten her own children. Because of Zeus's wife. And today she's used as a boogeyman to frighten children. Similar to Ukuku. And then the most popular version. The white lady. She's everywhere. Yeah. she's. There's no country that doesn't have this story. Even the people we mentioned before this point were probably white ladies. They were probably all dressed in white. Yeah. That's what's kind of fascinating about the white lady. That... Out of all these arguments, that one might be the possible one because there's so much shit. But then the thing is, people have stories of, oh, no, she's this and no, she's that. No, there's a fucking creature yeah. that happens to look like a lady in a white dress or something. Yes. Because it's everywhere. It's similar to the problem of a chupacabra. You've seen it too many places to say it's just here. Now, there is... The regional story equivalent, where, well, we believe in these things, so it has to take this form when we tell the story. Yeah. But there's one thing they're all talking about that's similar enough. Difference between Sasquatch and uh, Bigfoot and Yeti is they're the same shit. It's regional, but there's a thing you're talking about. Yeah. Like, even the white lady would look different in like her facial features or something yes. like, if you had to draw her she if might you're not in the middle exactly east the same, she but... probably has reddish skin if you're in asia she has yellowish skin if you're in uh europe she probably has really milky skin if you're in africa she probably has dark brown skin but you're talking about the same fucking thing yes she does the same exact thing all the same things yes all the same so it's basically we could just say that the lady in white is a banshee Yes. They're the same thing. Yeah. The only interesting, really interesting thing about the Banshee is that it's family related. So I wonder if the white lady, there's stuff like that. Like you hear her or you see her if you're somehow related to her family and you just don't know how you're related. Because we have no idea how related we are to a stranger we meet. Man, here's here's the interesting division between the lady in white and the Banshee. The problem is that the Banshee is, you're totally, it doesn't have to be family related. But it's warning you of a death of somebody close. Yeah. And she's crying at your location. Yes. The woman in white doesn't do that. You encounter her in the middle of fucking nowhere. She might be crying in some stories. I'm, I'm sure there's a story she's crying. Who, the lady in white? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that she doesn't cry. Oh, okay. I think she's always crying. Oh. I'm saying she's not oh, at she's your not house. Oh, but she's not warning. 
There's no warning. Yeah, she's not at your home crying. Yeah. She's always wandering the fucking like side of the woods or some shit when you see her. Yeah. On the road or some crap hitchhiking. Yeah, she's always it's about her life because she's always based on a real person who died in a real tragedy. But that's when we tell the story. Like if we break it down to what this really might be and we compare it to the banshee, yeah. we have two different things. Okay. They're similar. Yes. But they're not the same. Now Everything else we've discussed, I think, would fall into one of these two categories. The White Lady or the Banshee? The White Lady or the Banshee. I think those are the only two real creatures we've heard about so far, and then the story equivalents. So we've heard of either the Chupacabra or the Yeti, and everything else, like, uh, let's say, uh, the fucking creature in the middle of this place, and it's a shapeshifter. Okay, you mean the Chupacabra. Yeah. Or, well, this... uh, Bigfoot. No, you mean the Yeti. So then Lilith fits more with the White Lady Lilith than the Banshee. Lilith fits more Banshee. with the White Lady, yes. Mm-hmm. Or Lilith might be her own thing, though. She might be unrelated. Okay, because she is a ghost and she's killing kids. It sounds like she's intentional. Okay. Peace. But then based on the story, she would be the White Lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the White Lady's not... The ones that we're about to talk about, but the ones from Mexico, or not Mexico, but the South American one that we were talking about, she, it sounds like she wants to kill kids too, because she killed her own kids, and she wants to take a ghost with her so she can go to the afterlife kind of situation. Then, man, it's interesting because it differs quite heavily with the lady in white from North America. Yeah. She's not a... The lady in white isn't a woman with children at all, as far as no, we know. She no, usually dies so. in her teenage years, maybe yeah. like 17 or 18. She's always young. Yep. Yeah. And you take her to the house. She was just looking for a ride. Mm-hmm. She didn't do anything weird to you or anything. You just took her home, and she forgot something in the car. And then you take it back to find out that's impossible because she's been dead. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I do remember a connection to her and the Banshee, though. The original version of the woman in white. Right. There's a popular medieval legend about the woman in white where she appears in the house of a family member who is soon to die she's seen as the ghost of the deceased ancestor of that person that sounds exactly like the banshee and the lady in white and the yes she's she's, filling both roles she is somebody who's already dead Mm -hmm. showing up and sort of an omen of death at the same time yeah like now she's not that version but this the older version of the original, the origin. Is that better? Origin. Now, this is what's crazy. We have the lady in wine too many places. Obviously, she's not one person. Meaning, but it's also problematic to say that there's a bunch of this exact same circumstance happening. Coincidence would be too exaggerated at this point. There'd be thousands of the same scenario. But there are. It feels like there are. Well, let's be reasonable about that. Obviously, the story is being told the same. Oh, but whatever okay. they're telling the story about... Yeah. Is one thing. Yeah. So, like, just being reasonable about it, there's a creature, not a person, who seems like a person, could identifiably be a person. But we could also say the same thing about a succubus or a vampire. They look like people. Yeah. But they're not. Mm hmm. Fucking mermaid. Like, it looks like a person, but it's not. You know, a siren? Yes. It's not, but it looks like it. Okay, so these fairy ghosts are not ghosts but more fairy like because they're their own creature well depends on whether they're well i guess we we at this point we'd be leaving the fairy definition of ireland fairies Mm -hmm. and be talking about maybe not necessarily fairies because western fairies 
in our region of Western is more like, I guess, no, those aren't even fucking, I guess it would be Asian fairies that we here in the United States envision are the little people with wings. Oh. So it's wrong to say fairy because whether we're talking Irish or North American, we're kind of off about what the fuck we're talking about. But it is some sort of entity. Yes. That's why I feel like the Irish one is the closest because it is an entity. But it's not a fairy. It's not a fairy. It's not a fairy. It doesn't fit the description of fairy, which are little people. Well, they don't. They're not always little people. Just a lot of the time, they're little people. (laughs) A lot of the time. But that doesn't mean they're always like that. Just fits the story. So they mentioned that one the most, maybe to make them all seem the same. Got you. But that could have been, you know, like the story could have been different before. Like maybe fairy people did were our size before. Yes, yes, yes. They yes, only yes. shrunk in Ireland. They could be spread out, spread out, and just as tall as you know their normal. In which human case, form or the whatever, woman you know. in white and the banshee might be the two variants. With Lilith as an exception, that is, she is a creature of her own, or the woman in white. She's the only, she, out of the women in white equivalents, she stands out the most, but she still fits the suit in some categories. Mm. While the Banshee seems to be a whole other shit, just warning. And then we have this weird cross-pollination of that one event. Of warning and also being a woman, being a woman in, white in white who's dead. Yeah, so, I don't know. More than one creature? One creature? I think two creatures bare minimum. I think three creatures max. Three creatures max? Okay. I think we're talking about two to three different creatures and everything else is a, a regional variant. Yeah. People just telling the story a different way. Mm-hmm. Mm, probably. Yes. Yes, I think so. Interesting. And they look like people is one of the characteristics. Mm-hmm. They usually embody somebody who's dead. They aren't somebody who's dead. No. They appear to be be. the person who's dead if you're a woman in white. Yes. So whatever that creature is always shows up in white, even if that person was probably not even wearing white. Maybe there's something about their transformation into that person that only allows that to be the color. Yes. So they always look to be wearing white. Thus the woman in white, even if she died in a blue dress. When you see her- It might be the same dress, but not white. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe they can't imitate these colors. Yeah. Maybe we are talking about some sort of shapeshifter that can only embody somebody dead. Oh, you think a shapeshifter? But then that's more fairy-like because they're very shapeshiftery too. Like, yeah, so they could definitely embody somebody who's only dead. Mm-hmm. And that's why the story is always the same. Oh, no, it's not possible. And somehow they get the memories of the person too because they often ask to go to the same place that the person used to live. Yes. Yes, a lot of them are the same place. Or they're hunting the children of people similar. Mm-hmm. Those that are doing that are feeding. So we can say the same creature, two different instances. In one case, they still have the memories of the person somehow. Yeah. That being said, all of that being said, maybe what? the lady in white, holy crap, isn't even on the side. We forget to ca- keep talking about this, but maybe what? they're from the shadow freaking realm. That's where the fairies are from. That's where the banshee's from. That's why I keep saying she's a banshee. <laughs> maybe we're seeing... Maybe she's not taking the form of anything. Maybe no. we're just seeing her shadow form. Her, her you know, her yeah, her, her this side her form this side. from the shadow realm. Yes. yes, interesting. And it might appear as this person or that person, or maybe using that energy from. When the... we see her feed, though, it matches up with Lilith in that it's children. Yes. So there are creatures over there feeding on children from over here. Yes. Interesting. That's that's a strange one. So far, I don't think there's any banshee eating children, though. But when it comes to women in white. 
Maybe Lilith is the first, similar to like Dracula. Oh, crap. I mean, yeah, like she has children, they're demons, but maybe they're not really demons the way we think of demons. Maybe she spawned whatever creature the women in white are. Yes. Yes. Oh, you know, that's so crazy. There's a place, though, that there's like 300 stories of the women in white. Which? Like, they're called, they're actually called the maidens of the name of the location of the place because there's so many fascinating so there might be a breeding ground that's so crazy now it's not a breeding ground on this side but it seems like it because they do there are stories of the real ladies that died well that match up you know the creatures aren't breeding on this side the creatures manifest where there's energy to manifest through, as we've oh. established. Oh, and if all these all people these... have died in this area, yes. there is more than enough sorrow and fear yeah. to go around. And so they can heavily manifest. So haunted areas are just places with enough energy for these creatures to manifest most vividly. Yeah. And the more haunted you are... That's why there's so many women in white in a lot of places. But in this specific... In Eastern Russia is where they're at. Where there's like... A ridiculous amount. It says like 350 of them. So then the question would be, in that area that they're in, was there some sort of tragedy? Is it considered a particularly scary place or a haunted place or something along those lines that could allow there? We know emotions allow shadow beings to manifest. Yeah. Specifically fear. Yeah. Is the most powerful of them all. That place is scary. <laughs> are people scared of that place? Is the question. I don't know if people because it could be self-perpetuating. It could be there was one story people got a little freaked out about that story, but the fear surrounding every time people went through there allowed two or three to manifest. But then the experiences multiplied because their experience more people had the same story to tell, yes. which then created more fears. People would go through there, which then in return al- allowed more fear to linger and more to form. And little by but little, did anyone have to die for these things to be born? Maybe just the first lady. Somebody saw something. Maybe the right person. Here's what usually happens, right? Somebody who doesn't know the person goes through, sees the lady in white. There was enough energy, enough fear, whatever the case might be. They pick the lady in white up. Either their children die or they take the lady to her home, quote, home, unquote. And her father tells you the same bullshit story. She's been there. Like, weird event that happened. But maybe this is the one time that the father was the one driving down the street. Oh my god! And he sees his fucking daughter, his and he ghost. freaks out. And she gets in the car. And he's like, "What the fuck?" Or somebody who does know her, yeah, a family member or something like that. Bob, her cousin, who didn't know and came to visit her, or some shit, drives her to the house. Now the fear is so immense because every I saw her. Everyone that knows her is seeing her. Yeah, we saw her. We saw her. She was yes. there. We saw her. This place is haunted. That must have been a demon or something. Yeah. Now the fear is real, real. That's why certain locations are haunted because everyone's seeing her there. But only like it just took one person seeing her there for a bunch of people to see her there. And then she became a real thing there. People have seen the lady in white in different places and they're unrelated. So it's not as scary. It had to be, in order for this place to be of mass ground, some series of events had to lead to the amount of fear that there is relative. Because so, otherwise, every place would have that yeah. same amount. So then something else must have happened. I'm telling you how it happened. It was somebody who might have known her. Yeah. Opposite to a stranger. A stranger picked her oh, up. They okay. were only scared after they were told yeah. the story. See. Somebody who knows her sees her. Holy shit, I was at the funeral. Yes. Ah, oh, okay. Now you're like, I'm never going down that street again. Yes. And it, you had to go down there one day for whatever reason, but you didn't see her. But you went through there so panicked, the person behind you saw her. Have we ever talked about 
the haunted road like this though like maybe that's why it's so freaking haunted instead of being a space anomaly yeah what if it's not a space anomaly but some weird energy thing is happening like <laughs> this place definitely could be it could well we've established that maybe it's not the streets that the street itself that's haunted but the forest the, the woods themselves are haunted uh, we just didn't know fear. what we meant by haunted and what we meant by haunted is creatures from the shadow realm yes cut through because of fear so, so there's, there's no such thing as haunted in clinton road yeah it's a horde of creatures in there but not real creatures shadow creatures they're real creatures they're just but, from the shadow realm yes and in this place over in Russia, man, that's so crazy. 350. This is a lot of ghosts. Yeah, so I think that's how it happened. It self-perpetuated. Somebody saw it, freaked out. It was real fear, like way more fear than just getting told the story. You saw the person you know is dead. You tell, they're like, no fucking way, you're losing your mind. But now they're kind of freaked out, like maybe he's telling the truth. Rolling down the same street, you see her too. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's interesting because none of these stories, it's a random lady. Like you have... A real person who's died or supposedly this person really died i think and... whatever creed i think they're all i think we could call them all damn it the problem is we don't have a name for it I, the question is is it different from a banshee and i think it is i think the lady in white is different from the banshee but we can agree they're both shadow people i think they're both shadow creatures yeah okay i think they're both shadow creatures and i think the banshee is the harmless one okay the banshee is probably the more scary one because it's screaming cries. Yes. Like, you'll be way more horrified to encounter a banshee. But you're way more in danger with the lady in white. The question is, what creature is the lady in white? Because we know the banshee huh. is some sort of warning creature. Yeah. While the lady in white is just sometimes sometimes wants to eat some children. Sometimes there's she's some, just lost. There's some, though, ghost stories I just remembered about she wants to share gold with people i don't know why she has like a gold like treasures oh no that's a trap that's no well it depends because sometimes she's like you could have half and if you're greedy then death on you but if you listen to her she'll she'll really give it to you i don't know if there's one stories that there are traps but the ones that i read she's honest until you're greedy and then you're dead interesting but I don't know how that relates, but that's just an interesting thing I remembered about some of the white lady stories or the lady in white stories. There's another ghost that's similar to the lady in white, but she's not the lady in white. She's a ghost in Nigerian and African schools. She haunts the schools and like the places the kids are sleeping, like the um boarding schools. That's what they're called. Whatever. And her name is Madam Koi Koi. Well, she haunts the schools, and she wears red heels, and she is popular in Nigeria, Ghana, and South Africa. In Nigeria, there are two two origin stories for her. In the first story of Lady Kukoi, she was a beautiful teacher. She liked to be her students, and she was fired for slapping a student. And one day when she was going home, a car hit her, and she died, and then she swore revenge on the school and the students for some reason and then after she, she died <laughs> I, I guess while she was dying and then she haunts the school how is she related to anything <laughs> why did we learn about this one because <laughs> she's a ghost lady i guess that's how she relates there's she's a, a lady. million other ghost ladies how do you Whatever. pick this one 
I don't remember. Because she's really famous. Like, the white lady in white, she's famous everywhere. Right. This lady's famous everywhere around Africa. Yeah, but the lady in white and the banshee are heavily related in that they're both women, both crying, both surrounding the concept of death. Yes. This is just some random lady who died? Yes. Who kills her children. Which is like those ghost stories where they she kills children. Like the white lady in white. So, yeah, the lady in white kills children. Except this lady's killing school children because of her death. In a specific school. In specific schools, yes. No, in a specific school. Or does she like swear revenge on the board of education? No, no, no. I guess depending on the school you're at, she's haunting your school. Because th- that's how spread out her story is. So, so her story is too specific. In the case of the lady in white, there is variance. Yeah. Here is the same story. Yes, with different origin stories, though. Just, like, little changes to them, but... Which makes this one sound way less likely. Okay. Even though they're all almost the same. Although one of them, the students, killed her by accident. They were tired of her beating them up, so they beat her up themselves. And one of them killed her with her own shoe. And then she started killing them off one by one, like a horror movie. So, Final Destination. Yeah, so that was pretty interesting. And then there's these other things, which I think relate more to the Banshee, and that's why I looked this up, but it doesn't, I don't think we'll find any relations with the women in white, because there's these things called psychopomp, I think that's how you pronounce it, and it means the guide of spirits. They're the creatures, spirits, angels, or deities in many different cultures and religions that guide the deceased from Earth to the after life because we don't know if the banshee's doing that maybe you mean reapers there the, yeah i guess reapers is a version of it because there's many different versions of these things that just they come when you're dead and they take you to the next place and who says the banshee's not doing that like maybe they're just crying until you die and then they walk away with you we don't know you aren't dying when a banshee shows up banshee's crying because somebody died and they're letting you know no, but they're crying until that person is dead, though. Like, what What if they stopped crying because they're now taking the soul to the next place? That'd be weird, because if somebody's dying far away, they're with you while that person far away is dying. So they're warning you about a person they're not around. Well, they're taking it as a warning. They're not, like, it might not really be a warning to you. They just happen to live where you're living. Like, they... Maybe they didn't want to leave Ireland because they love Ireland. It's their home. No, 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 no. I feel like you totally missed everything I just said. The Banshee warns you about somebody dying or about to die. See, si. Regardless of where the person who's dying or about to die might be, yes. she's around the people that would care. Oh, okay. So she's not around the dying person. Okay. She How is she delivering the soul if she's nowhere near the dying person? No, I guess not. So she would be just like a warning system. Yes. And then the Reaper is a deliverer. Or yeah. this other creature. The, or, yeah, but the Reaper, I guess. I'm sure there's another creature that's... She, I, she I think cries there's a and then system. something else. Yeah. I think there's a system of creatures that function in non-harmful ways. As well as a system... There's an ecosystem. Yeah. As well as a system of creatures that function in exclusively harmful ways. Like a, a wetchage. Yes. Which, which is vicious and dangerous for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking that the Banshee in this case is harmless, Mm -hmm. as is the Reaper. Yeah, he's just there to collect the soul. Yeah. 
I think those are delivery beings to some degree. Mm-hmm. Oh, one example of the guide of souls that I like they they depict them as animals besides of spirits and creatures and stuff like that. They also see them as animals that are warning of I mean are that are there for the dead. In different cultures, it could be horses, deers, dogs, ravens, crows, vultures. There's a bunch of different animals. But the one that I think is the most famous of the animals are birds. Like, if you see a huge amount of birds waiting outside a home of the dying, you're like, they're here for that person. Well, I think that's the most famous. I, it's I've well heard. known for the crows. The crow, okay. Yeah. yeah, so... Crows are considered an omen of death as well as black hats. Yeah, so those are the animals that are going to, I guess, take the soul with them. Interesting that you would say that because in both the case of crows and the case of cats, they're usually not being noisy or anything. They're just waiting. They're just waiting. They're just waiting. Specifically cats, black cats. A black cat sitting on you while you are in a hospital is a bad sign. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Like it's about to uh, wait for your soul. Actually, I've heard of dogs too. Of Dogs in the hospitals would do the same. Like they would go to the person who's about to die. Yeah, Yeah. before they die. Like they know ahead of time. They can smell the death. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they're not smelling it. Maybe that's not any normal dog. Yes. Or if these uh, deliverers can take over creatures. That's possible, too. Maybe it is a normal dog until the deliverer takes over its body and patiently waits. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? That's pretty interesting. There so it's a possession that's not violent. No. It's very peaceful in yeah. a way. Like the death, or hopefully the death is as peaceful, <laughs> yeah. Interesting, interesting. The uh, Shadow Realm has quite a couple of weird things in there. We got to keep these investigations going. I'm going to see if I can catch, like I said, with more information that we get, maybe catching a banshee becomes possible. Oh, snap. Using science? Using any means we might come across. Any information. Using based time on, machine. Based on what we uh, learned right here, I'll know more where to find a banshee. Mm. As well as apparently I got to find the woman in white to see if that is a creature of its own. The banshee doesn't seem harmful. The yes. woman in white seems dangerous. What if she's the bad version of the banshee? Like we had, did we decide to scrap I, that I, idea? No, I, I know what you're talking about. And I was thinking about it earlier, which was that maybe the woman in white is a type of banshee that has become feral. A that's, feral okay, banshee. Okay, that's what we were calling them, feral, right? But the okay. only difference is that we don't know that a banshee has lost anybody. Or that the Banshee has even died. The Banshee might not never have been human. No, I don't think so. Then again, the Lady in White might just be inhabiting humans or looking like humans that were once alive. Mm-hmm. So they might not necessarily have ever been humans either. It's still, they sound so different either way. Yeah. Like so. we can see how a Wetchudge and a Wendigo are the same. But they don't look the same either. They behave so similarly they though. Yeah. yeah. While... These two, like, they behave so similarly and similar to a werewolf almost. Yeah. There's there's real tight connections there. Well, in... While Ashley. here, there's the big discrepancy in behavior. Like, yes. big. Mm-hmm. The only commonality is the crying. And yes. not all the women in white cry. No, but a lot of them, I think, do. Yeah. So there mm-hmm. are some... And the person might have actually died. That's I guess that's another similarity. They think the person who died became the Banshee. Yeah, they but think it could just be that this creature is taking the shape of somebody dead. Yes. To then warn them of death. Yes. So I the guess there way. are some similarities to look at. So you might find a connection that we're not even thinking about right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a line so, I'm not even thinking about. Yep. Interesting. The psychotrump in ancient Egypt, they had a god named Anibis. Do you remember him? 
Right, he's uh, the sort of Egyptian god of death or some shit. Yes, he's the he's a guide of souls. Oh yeah, he's a spirit guide. He's actually yeah. not the guide. He's not the death bringer. No, he's the soul deliverer. He's the soul deliverer who delivers it to who's gonna weigh it. Yes, yes, that's exactly. So he's a whatever these are called again. Reapers. Yep, reapers. I guess reapers is the easier word than calling them cycle chomps. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe we're literally talking about the same thing. Yeah. In the Greek mythology, there's the ferryman. Sharon, I don't know his name, but I know the Greek, you know the ferryman from Hades that you have to go on his boat to go to the yes, river, the, the across the river of the Styx. River Styx yeah. yeah. So when you die, a family member puts a coin on you so that when your spirit goes there, you, you have, could pay. Yeah. And if you don't pay, you got to stay there a hundred years and wait again to cross. So, And then in Norse mythology, the Valkyries are choosing the, their favorite warriors to go to Valhalla to be part of Odin's army because he's preparing for Ragnarok. So he's building this army. So they're taking the best warriors for that. And then in modern day, the Jewish Reaper is the archangel Samuel, whose role is both as the angel of death and the accuser. I don't know if you heard of that archangel. No. And then in many cultures, there's the shaman who both plays the that person that takes the soul to the dead, but also helps bring people to helps in giving birth to people. Like I guess he would be there when you're you're giving birth to your child. The shaman. The shaman. Interesting. That I've never heard that name for it, but a very old version of a re- of reapers that I've heard are the same and they're represented with the numbers one and nine and the goal is that they bring the their soul delivery in every direction yes well the shamans are like that yes exactly like that so, so the reaper i was thinking about this whole time was a shaman yep wow and then in the philippine culture they think that the ancestor spirits are the ones that are the reapers when a person who's dying calls out to so call someone's name that's i guess dead like, if you called your mother's name while you were dying, then it's because your mom is there to take you to the next life. Interesting. And that's their thing. And that's pretty interesting because a lot of people probably say someone who's dead already's name or whatever. But in and in Christianity, there's St. Peter, Michael, the archangel, and Jesus are thought of as the reaper. Yep, yep, yep. Anyways, we're out of time. And that is definitely fascinating. I... Didn't know how closely related to Banshees the women in white were, but there's definitely some lines crossing there. So as we go and find ourselves one of these shits, we got to... Experiment. Experiment. We got to find out because if we find two different things, that's crazy. But maybe they are related the way a Wendigo, a Wechaj, and a Werewolf are. Yes. Like, it's... It's gotta be, it's there. Like, we can, like, glimpse at it. We can't really see it as well as oh, those creatures. But it's like, there's a tiny glimpse of... There's some connection Connection, yeah. They're either similar or the same in different ways. Or, like, they're different types of the same thing. Like a beaver and a badger. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a good example. If yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. heard the Shadow People story. Not the Shadow People. Which episode was that? With the beaver and the badger? I think that was the, oh, uh, the Shadow, Shadow Realm. Realm. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so you guys check that episode out. Yeah, interesting, right? <laughs> yeah. If you guys are interested in things of this nature, uh, episodes of this type, uh, there are many, many, many. We're building our understanding of the Shadow Realm as we move forward in order to capture some of these fuckers on this side and find out what the hell's going on with that. 
Play, it feels like we're playing Pokemon. Yeah. Gotta life. catch them all. Yep. And so, I mean, our prison is getting nice and packed. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's 95% just like reptilians. Yeah. But that's fine. Whatever. It's like, it's realistically, it's like 99% reptilian. It's a fucking planet worth of reptilians and then random shit we added to it. Yeah. So it's like really like 99.99% reptilians. That's a lot of reptilians. Yeah. But we got other shit in there. Cat people. And our guards who are subhumans. Oh, there's a shit ton of cat people. Yep. And roach people? I'm not sure. No, no, that's rare because we killed all. Most we destroyed of them. a lot of them. Anything that was left was just not on planet. Yeah, so a few roach people, but they probably they don't they multiply like crazy. Yeah, they're probably building an army. So yeah, yeah, maybe. there's probably a war going to happen <laughs> at some point. But we got reptilians to toss at them. Yep. And we're ready. We're getting ready. We just got to brainwash everybody we got. Okay. And we might have like ethereal beings on our side, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if you guys want to hear more of those episodes, you can find the Shadow Realm episode. There's a Shadow People episode, which is part of Groundhog Day episode, which we found out about all this shit in the first place and some Adrenochrome episodes and shit of that nature to get caught up on what we're talking about if uh, this lost And the Ireland are. episode. The Irish folklore. Yes. So you can find all of those things at graythoughts.info or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Just Convo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe and to rate. And if you feel so inclined, review the show. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, word of mouth. Very important. Find people who watch that garbage fucking show, Ghost Ghost Adventures, where the guy gets that super buff, jacked up guy <laughs> who could like knock out a ghost in one shot. Yeah. Is just scared of everything he ever sees. Let's see. So like, if you know people who like that, then send them over here. They'll like this? Tell them about this show. And they'll tune in and realize, oh, that's what they saw over there in Ghost Adventures. And that's why they were that scared. That's why they were that scared. Or that guy's a bitch. (laughs) That guy's a total coward. So yeah, no, you can do that. Tell your friends. Be like, hey, you like ghosts? I got a show about ghosts for you. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Yes. <laughs> this has been the Just Conversation podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Poop. He's Child's scooping poop. his own poop. His own poop. He says it. He's scoopa de poop. Scoopa de poopa de poop. Scooping the poop that you scoop. He's scooping the poop. That I don't know if that's right. Hey man, we know he's scooping poop. Yes. And we know the poop's being scooped. Definitely. In order for the poop to be scooped, <laughs> there must have been poop. Yes. So somebody pooped. Uh huh. No other characters are mentioned in the story other than the fact that he's scooping poop. Yes. There's no cats, there's no dogs, there's no no other person. Nothing else is mentioned other than the fact that he, the singular character, is scooping poop. But he doesn't say it's his poop. What if it was just poop? It's not it's from where? There's no other characters Rats, in the story. Birds. No other characters in the story. There's one there needs character. To be other mention of someone else. No, there's one character in the story. Him scooping the poop. Yep. Meaning it's his poopy scooping. Okay. This is writing one oh one. Okay. 
It's his poop. It's not a magical poop that popped out of nowhere and just exists without a beginning and end. How do you know? It's just always existed there? Yes, no. That's why he's always scooping it. Because it keeps reappearing. No. The song is about the one time he pooped just, and then he scooped his poop. Just one moment? Yes. It's about... Isn't that all songs are about a moment? Or I an event? Know. A series of events related to each other if it's not one moment. But this sounds like a song about one moment where he was just scooping poop. Good The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo. And logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed by Amber Black.